But when you visualize yourself in a confident, capable way, more than capable way, and you're achieving your desired results or whatever desired dream or outcome that you have, it's this mental exercise that will boost your confidence and honestly reduce your anxiety. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlositep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Jacqueline. Doesn't it feel like the AI revolution is upon us? I mean, it seems like everywhere I turn, there's a new AI tool waiting for me to learn. Absolutely. I feel like how maybe my grandma felt when Facebook came out, right? (laughs) But AI tools are definitely at the forefront right now. And listen, we are here to support you through it because it's something new. And it is at the forefront, especially for business owners. And there are tons of ways to use AI, not only to streamline, but also to help grow your business. I mean, it really is incredible. Who doesn't want to make things easier for themselves? Am I right? Especially I mean, as a product business owner who is so busy wearing all of the hats. Exactly. And then plus, when you do wear all those hats in your business, even if they're super cute, sometimes it can be difficult to have the time or the energy to come up with those creative ideas for content. I mean, we know this better than anyone. And we all know that that compelling content, that content that matters to your customer is so important and more important than ever before. Definitely, which is why with HubSpot's AI content assistant tool, you don't have to stress so much about thinking of content ideas. The content assistant tool helps you brainstorm, create, and share content in a flash, all inside a super easy to use CRM. Oh my goodness, we all love easy, right? Plus HubSpot also just released their new chat spot, which automates all the manual tasks inside of HubSpot. So you can focus on what matters most, which is engaging with your customers, selling more products and scaling your business faster. I mean, HubSpot combined with AI sounds like a game changer for product-based business owners. Yeah, and that's because it is. And that's why we partnered with HubSpot because look at all the amazing things they're doing for business owners. So my friends, Find out more about how to use AI to grow your business at HubSpot.com slash artificial dash intelligence. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. Hi, I'm Mina. I am one of your co-hosts and co-founders of the Product Boss Podcast and the Product Boss. And we are here to help you not only get more eyes on your business, but make more sales at the same time so that you can live that dream life that you want to live and see near instant growth in your business in months and not years. So I'm super excited to jump into today's episode. Today is going to be a solo episode where I'm kind of diving a little bit deeper into what it means to get some instant confidence. I think that this is a hard thing as humans for us to 
build that confidence, right? I feel that most of my life, I have really lived my life as a an introvert, which is great. Um, introvert or extrovert, it's just how you get your energy. But I've really been intentional about developing confidence. And I think that that's been part of the journey of being an entrepreneur of, you know, I like to think of it as a muscle. And I wanted to share some tips that I had for all of you, whether you are out there in a trade show booth, like a market booth, and you want to talk to some you know new customers or invite people into your booth, or if you want to make connections with other people, um, or if you're at a conference or a mastermind and you want to strike up some friendships, or you want to create a wholesale arm in your business and you're a multi-stream machine student and you want to kind of feel that instant confidence that can come um, from just doing these little tweaks that I'm going to share with you, okay? And so I'm hoping that it will exercise that confidence muscle for all of you um, because it can feel scary, but it also is something that's a skill set that will bleed into every part of your life and feel much more fulfilling and enjoyable, right? Because then you're living in alignment and going boldly and confidently into the things that you want to do. So the first tip that I want to give you is something that research has shown that has helped people become instantly more confident. And that is striking a power pose. So when you strike a power pose, let's say you're at, you know, a in-person event or something like that, or a networking event, and you put yourself into this power pose, or you're going to speak or, you know, talk to other people, striking a power pose has been shown to immediately make you feel empowered. There's something physiologically about this that you feel more empowered and expansive because it's literally a pose that you stand in where you're kind of standing shoulders back, feet slightly apart. Imagine like Wonder Woman or Superwoman or something and your hands are on your hips and you're maintaining your shoulders being back, your chest being out, your your hips being you know straight and your um your chest being open and expansive and it's a posture that body language wise makes you open to make not only connections but instant confidence. Like I said, it makes you feel empowered and confident. And research has shown that this is is the case, that let's say you're feeling like really nervous about speaking in front of people and you're like, oh, I'm going to, even if it's a small group and you want to, before you go into the event, just strike a power pose. Like I said, feet slightly apart, shoulders back, chest open and no, and breathe in, deep breath, and it's been shown to build your confidence. So that's the first tip. Tip. The second tip that I like to give is that you dress for success, essentially. I really do believe in look good, feel good, do good. And this is all um, subjective, meaning that you, as long as you feel good, it doesn't mean that other people have the same interpretation of what it means to feel good for you. So dressing in a way that aligns with your personal style, how you feel comfortable, how you feel confident can really do a impactful positivity on how you approach a situation. So I 
do believe that when you get showered up for the day and you present yourself in a way that I'm going to go out and get them. And again, this is your own personal version of what comfortable and confident feels and looks like to you, but it can really build that because you're your thoughts really become your reality. So when you see this reflection, and this is how when people say fake it before you make it sort of scenario that a lot of times you're stepping into this ultra ego version of yourself that you see yourself in the mirror and you're like, that is the person I want to be. And your mind will automatically meet that gap. So dress for success in your version of success. Feel comfortable, feel confident, get prepared for the day, get your mind right, get your your perception in your version of that, of that, you know, quote unquote dressing for success, I think goes a really, really long way. And a lot of times that has to do with action. Like for me, showering, you know, sitting in front of the mirror, taking my time um, and just feeling good about how I'm stepping into the world, I think can make a really big difference. And even if I'm in my pajamas, you know, or like they call the work mullet, where it's like a nice top on the top, but you know, pajama bottoms, whatever it is to make you feel comfortable. So I think that's the other thing that can really build that instant confidence uh, when it comes to your self-belief in what you could do in this world. Hey friends, we just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to share with you our latest podcast recommendation. Recently, we've been hooked on the Side Hustle Pro podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, which is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Yeah, Nikayla is so amazing. One of the things I love most about her podcast is how she shares stories of women of color and diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled their side hustles into profitable businesses. I mean, talk about inspirational. A hundred percent, right? And on one of her latest episodes, she actually interviewed our friend and one of our mentors, Rachel Rogers. Shout out, Rachel. Together, they discussed why we should all be millionaires. And Rachel even shared actionable tips on how to scale your own business to seven figures. I mean, music to my ears. That episode <laughs> is so good. Plus, you're sure to love Nikayla's real and authentic insights of what it's like to build a side business while working a full-time job. Since we know so many of you listening can really relate to that. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, Product Boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. So the other day, we got a message on Instagram from our friend, Lolly. Now, she's a product boss, and she was on the hunt for an easy-to-use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And we have it for you as well. Now picture this, packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it, we've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right, because you can get your hands on the Product Boss's Ultimate Resource Guide absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses' lives and 
and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMs on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now. Now let's jump back into the show. Which brings me really quickly to the next one. And that is positive self-talk. I used to have this one like plaque, not plaque, but I had printed it off of a Pinterest vision board and I put it onto my vision board and it said, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. And I did that for years and honestly, it really did help me. Um, But then lately, I've been switching it instead so my brain doesn't have to read hard things. I've been changing it to, I believe in myself. I am amazing, right? So then your mind doesn't have to focus on that negative part of hard things, you're making it even easier for that positive self-talk and that repetition of affirmations of how you feel. And it kind of strengthens that thought into your brain where you're kind of monitoring and intentionally thinking about the things that you're saying to yourself. Because like I always like to say, your thoughts really are your reality and replacing that negative self-talk can make such a substantial difference on how you approach the day. So you know, while I may have told you, you know, start with, I can do hard things. And that's where I started. Maybe start saying things like, I believe in myself. I can do this. I am amazing. I've done such great things. I am, you know, that 1% that's not only walking the walk or talking the talk, but I'm also walking the walk, right? I'm doing the things even though I'm scared. And I think that for all of you, that can go such a long way in in adding that positivity into your life of that self-belief at that core of you saying things to yourself. And I think that as we know, you know, that self-awareness and that inner child and all those things that we are so impressionable as we were young and children, that now we get to change those pathways in our brain to be whatever we want it to be. And I think that that goes a long way with repetitiveness and creating those pathways of being more positive. So positive self-talk and even writing it down, positive self-talk and writing it down and having it in front of you so you don't even have to think about what you're saying. It literally is right there and it's already, you're like consuming it without even realizing realizing it, okay? So I think that that can really help too. The fourth one that I wanted to talk about was Visualizing and breathing. I think that sometimes I get mixed up in thinking that this is the same as meditation. And, and in some ways it is. And But a lot of times I just think, I like to think of it as visualizing and breathing and silence versus meditation. Simply because meditation, it doesn't, you know, hit with me like it does when I'm like, I need to visualize and breathe. And mentally see things in my brain and wrap my brain around it instead of feeling like I need to meditate. And then I feel like sometimes I don't always do it. You know, again, wording for me is very, like the way I word things or frame myself, frame things in my own brain. Um, I, I kind of just think of it as, okay, I'm just 
in silence, visualizing and taking a deep breath. For some of you, you might resonate more with the word meditation, but that's essentially what it is. Though meditation, you shouldn't be visualizing anything. You should be sitting in silence and just letting, you know, what will be, will be sort of thing. But when you visualize yourself in a confident, capable way, more than capable way, and you're achieving your desired results or whatever desired dream or outcome that you have, it's this mental exercise that will boost your confidence and honestly reduce your anxiety. So that deep breathing when you're scared and being able to simply remember to breathe in that present moment of allowing yourself to regain composure, regain confidence, sit in that moment and with your brain, visualize you being complete and with the task at hand. Or, you know, if you're, like I said, if you're scared about pitching yourself or talking to customers or introducing yourself or talking to other people, visualizing that engagement or that interaction can be so helpful when you're able to control your breath because it's a practice, right? And it's a response, a bodily response. And I'm saying this because I've done all these things. You know, this might not work for you, but I'm hoping it does because it can be it can be hard to put yourself out there, right? It can be hard to feel confident and immerse yourself to a setting that feels like uncertain and scary. So I think that when you're able to practice it visually and take those deep breaths, then your body remembers, just breathe, just breathe. And you've already visualized the things that could happen. It can be so helpful in that way too. And then when you get in there, you maintain eye contact. This is from somebody who I was taught never to have eye contact, right? When I was growing up, you never made eye contact. I mean, strict Asian household, don't make eye contact, if anything. And But I learned over years and years and years that eye contact is such a great thing. A firm handshake is such a great thing. Standing up with good posture is a great thing. And actively listening and engaging and interacting because relationships take a while, whether they are business relationships or friendships or whatever it is. um, It takes that presenting yourself in a way that you feel good about yourself. And a lot of it has to do with physical things where you're you have that eye contact or you're, you know, have that good posture or, you know, feeling confident and leading with confidence. And I think that people, you know, even that word has so many different perceptions to that word. And I think that when you're thinking about confidence and instant confidence, it's really about having that self-assurance in yourself that you're like, I can do this. I am amazing. I have a lot to offer. And even if I don't connect with that person how I wanted to or how I was thinking, it's not, it's never wasted. There's no experience that's ever wasted. And I'm just practicing, practicing, practicing until I can feel more confident into going out there. And that leads me to my next tip, which is practice, practice, practice. Because any skill sets or activities that you do, and this was something that I even taught to my kids. And I even mentioned this to the MSM multi-stream machine students that are in the next level, 
that I want them to put themselves out there with confidence. And if somebody says, no, I'm not in the mode to be meeting anybody, it is, do not take it personally. Do not take it personally. This is something that I had to teach my oldest daughter when she was very young and she was five years old and we would go to the park and she would want to have friends that she would play with. And I would say, go up to that person and say, hi, I'm sorry, I'm five years old. Do you want to play with me? And not everybody needs that sort of pep talk because my youngest daughter, Layla, who's now eight years old, never needed this sort of coaching. She could make a friend anywhere she went, anywhere. I mean, we would be at, you know, the like checkout lane at Target and she'd still be making friends, you know. But Suri, my oldest, would need that little bit of encouragement. And I would say to her, and if they say no, they don't want to play, you just move on to the next person because not everybody's going to want to play. And that has nothing to do with her. That has nothing to do with you, my friends. So it just has to do with most people. Like they're either in the mode of wanting to do things or not wanting to do things or playing or not playing. And they should be allowed that, right? Everybody has their bad days. Everybody has their days where they, you know, prefer to keep to themselves. And there are days where most, there there will be other days where they want to socialize, they want to play. And that's fantastic too. It's the timing of things and meeting in that moment. So really practicing that skill set and understanding that keep putting yourself out there and don't diminish your confidence because somebody didn't want to play or somebody didn't want to connect or didn't turn out how you wanted to. Nothing is wasted. You're still practicing that muscle. Okay. And then last but not least, I think it takes you intentionally stepping out of your comfort zone. And so if for those of you that know me well, you've probably heard me mention that I am scared of heights. And this has been something that, and it's usually standing heights, you know, that I won't even ride on a roller coaster, but usually if it's like things that are out of my control, like when I was on a helicopter, kind of forcefully, I didn't intend to be on a helicopter, but I somehow ended ended up on a helicopter at one of our masterminds that we're a part of. You know, Jacqueline was there with me and I was really scared, but it wasn't as scary as like if I had to cross like a mile high bridge or do skydiving or something that was in my control. And I really saw one of the times when my daughter, my oldest daughter was probably two at the time. So it was like a decade ago and Chick-fil-A, they were having a ROTC, like basically the army was there on site. And I don't know why they had it, but they do have community days where the army was there and they were showing that their, you know, their Hummer, that was like an army Hummer and they had a rock climbing wall. And my sister and I were there and my sister is, you know, 11 years younger than me. So at that time I was, you know, early 30s, she was early 20s. And she was like, hey, we should do this rock climbing wall. And I thought, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. And I didn't realize how scared I was of heights until that moment, because I think that being a new mom and my my oldest daughter was too, you have a different, I don't know, different fears, I guess were really birthed in me when I gave birth to her. Being a parent is like, scares you out of your mind in a lot of different ways. So my sister, who has, she's mostly legs, okay? We always um, say that she's like 90% legs. 
And like, if you've ever watched the A Bug Story and the ant that is on there is, you know, I'm always like, that's you, Sky. You know, he's like all leg. And it's like this really, really cute cartoon character. And so we go up this ROTC army wall, rock climbing wall. I get stuck midway. She climbs all the way to the top, rings the bell, and just plops, like, just, you know, repels down or whatever the wording is. And I literally get stuck in the middle of this wall and it's not high, but I was like, oh my gosh. And I thought, God, am I going to cry in front of these army guys? Is Can somebody, like, I literally was like, can somebody come up and get me? And I didn't even go all the way, but my mistake was that I looked down and I didn't know what to do. So at that time, I'm trying to climb down. And of course, you can't. My arms are like jello. And, you know, she's like, let go of the wall, let go of the wall. My sister's yelling this. I was like, I can't. And then I finally, my body kicks in where I physically can't hang on anymore. And I plummet to the ground, fall to my butt, essentially. And it was a very, very dramatic. And I was completely embarrassed. And I don't know still think about that moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how scared I was of heights until I got stuck in the middle of that wall and was near tears and completely embarrassed myself, screaming like I'm falling 30 stories when it was really just maybe 10 feet. I don't know. It was not not high at all. I mean, I was not going to have any bodily harm. And so lately, so this is 10 years later because now my daughter is 12 years old. 10 years later, and now um, my sister, you know, realized in that day, she realized something different. She realized she's really good at rock climbing. It was a hidden talent that she never knew that she had being 90% legs. I realized that that was really a true fear in me that I never realized was such a real fear. And so she, in that decade, has done rock climbing and felt like, ooh, this is great exercise, all these different things. So during Christmas time, I bought this package. And when you're hearing this, it's in July. So I have not used even one punch card. I bought 10, feeling like this will be my step out of my comfort zone thing that I make myself do, knowing that I'm I'm actually very scared of heights, but I want to actively push myself on my comfort zone. So I took my youngest daughter, who is now eight years old, and we went rock climbing. And she's like roasting me. It was so funny because she's like, mama, just let go. Still caught myself in that moment, but I knew not to look down. And I was still trying to climb down the wall, which I know all of you know that if ever done rock climbing is harder than climbing up the wall. And eventually I just got a hang of it because I was in my mind being brave for her. I did not want to be up there crying. There's nobody around to even you know, come get me. Um, She would have to go get somebody. You're attached no matter what. They put you through a training. And I was really proud of myself. So I did a great job. And at first it was very hard. Of course, I was still screaming. Of course, I was still trying to climb down the wall. But these were real rock climbing walls. It's called um, Sky Zone. No, no, it wasn't Sky Zone. Um, Climb Iowa. It's Climb Iowa. And they're pretty high. They're for like legit rock climbers. And the one that I was on was the one where you're attaching to yourself. So it was not, is 
I'm probably like offending people that are real rock climbers because these are for like children and beginners, you know? And I did it. I was really proud of myself and I got her to do it. And she actually realized it was pretty scary. And she would say, hey, get to that purple one. And I would say to her, get to that white one or whatever it is. And we would challenge each other. And it was so fun. And I got to show her me being brave and she got to be brave with me too. And it was able, it was ability for us to expand our capabilities and our skill set and build that confidence through new experiences, new achievements, and practice doing that. So it's like at this first get go around, we're stepping out of our comfort zone. But eventually, you know, that practice of stepping out of our comfort zone is really, really important. And celebrating that small victory of that small success by boosting my confidence and the momentum of, of tackling more challenging endeavors. And so I think for all of you that are thinking, how do I step on my comfort zone? It doesn't have to be anything gargantuan. I'm not asking you to jump out of an airplane because I would never do that. I'm not asking you to do some big, huge thing, but it might be small steps in those small victories of thinking, how can I step out of my comfort zone? Is it introducing yourself to somebody? Is it scheduling a play date to... um you know, meet somebody new and put yourself out there? Is it pitching one person? And when I say pitching, I mean, just talking about your business, your product to, you know, more people so you can practice, you know, whether it be on your neighbor or your, you know, um, your existing friends or your existing family. And so stepping out of that comfort zone can be really important and start with small things. It does not have to be great gargantuan things. It can just be sometimes the act of doing new experiences, new adventures. Even if it's like, oh, I'm not, you know, I think that sometimes we fall into the trap, but I don't bowl, but I'm not a bowler. I'm not a rock climber. Oh, but I'm not a extrovert. I'm an introvert. We, we pigeonhole ourselves into these skill sets when really it just means that we're just limiting ourselves with our beliefs in ourselves because I'm not this and I am, am that. But that just simply is not true. So I want you to build your confidence in stepping out of your comfort zone in new experiences. And it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be tackling your immediate fears. It, it can be just new experiences and tasting new food, introducing yourself, vocally saying your pitch in front of the mirror and recording yourself. It could be introducing yourself to your fellow vendor at an in-market, you know, craft market or in-person craft market. So many different things that you could do because I want you to start building that confidence because just remember, it is an ongoing process. Process. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes patience with yourself. And it can fluctuate from moment to moment, okay? You can be feeling super confident one day, you know, and feeling like really bold, or you can feel like today's not the day. I'm feeling kind of a bit like a hermit today. And I've had those days, many of more of those days than I have, you know, of feeling really bold. But, you know, when in that bold moment, you know, step into that because it's this journey of like self-improvement and focusing on the progress that you could be making rather than the perfection of it. And I want you all to start building that confidence because it will like I said, fluctuate from moment to moment, but it will also spill over from your self-development and self-improvement and go into your business. 
And so those are the ways that I think that can really help you. And thanks for listening to my stories and know that this has been an ongoing journey, an ongoing process for everybody. It is completely normal of embracing this new version of what your future self will be like. And I hope that those tips help you in gaining that instant confidence and also developing that um, skill set over time. Okay. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, And I'll see you on the next episode of the Product Boss Podcast. And I hope to see you um, in our upcoming boot camps and sprints that we're having um, because they will be coming up in the next month. And so when you start hearing about that, make sure you add it to your calendar because I can't wait to see you, you know, virtually in person and get to um, be a part of that with you all. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.